What's up, everyone, and welcome back to the Ref6 Weekly Podcast. Today, it's just me and Rimon today because Hassan's away, which isn't an issue. So, Rimon, how are you getting on? I'm fine. Good to hear. Good to hear. Uh, have you been refereeing recently or been on no, the sideline? I don't, no, I don't have games anymore. Uh, the season in Denmark is slowly ending uh, for yeah. grassroots. So, uh, no, it's too cold to referee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can, I can assure you on that. It's we've got, I've got seven games this month. So, it's as yours winds down, it seems like ours speeds up. Uh, yeah. But we've got we've got plenty to talk about today um, in terms of red cards, and we're going to put a topic and a theme to them. It seemed in the Premier League this weekend. Um, so obviously the first one, which is probably the most talked about, was the uh, is it Ezri Konza Dogzo. So did you see that game? Yeah, I saw the game um, Aston Villa against West Ham, right? Yeah, uh, it's kind of a special one because, in my opinion, it was a Dogzo. Yeah, I, I know the coach was out and saying uh, the manager was out and saying uh, it wasn't and he wasn't going uh, the right direction of the goal. Uh, but looking at the replays, in my opinion, he was going the direction of the goal. He was alone, and you know, we need to identify some some keys about what is a doxo. And for me, this was definitely a doxo. But there was an incident just before that. Um, yeah, uh, with Fanals, I think, where he he got an arm in his uh, in his face, uh, w- w- which I thought this was 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 going to definitely be uh, seen by the referee in uh, in the VAR right in the VAR room, and if that was an incident before the Doxo one, then they were taking Doxo back and giving a red card maybe or something. Uh, to, I don't know his name, the the Aston Villa player, uh, but I don't know. What do you think about it? I think it's interesting. I think so. For people that don't know, basically West Ham were on the break. There was a challenge that went in. The referee played an advantage, and then Ezra Konza brought down. Uh, it might be Antonio, and it was a judge to be a red card. Uh, my interpretation of it was he should have stopped. Yeah, he should have stopped for the first free kick. Playing advantage is always risky. We know that. But in this instance, it's worked because it's a dog zone and one person's been sent off. And obviously, West Ham go on to win the game 4-1. So, you know, tick box is there. The advantage has worked. But in my opinion, I don't think the dog zone is a dog zone just because I think he's moving away from goal. I think... Yeah, I think that's the main thing for me in terms of he's, it looks like he's going away from goal. But then can we take that into a factor? I'm sitting on the fence. I'm doing a Hassan and sitting on the fence. However, I do think the challenge beforehand should be a red card for uh, violent conduct or serious foul play because he has sort of used his elbow as not a weapon, but as a force and he's pushed it through and up. And I do think that that makes a, a massive impact in the game and you know be sending two people off in the same move is quite risky i don't know if you've ever done that before no but but wouldn't the doxo one be withdrawn and then there would be a red card for the challenge before and a free kick for west ham um, don't, i don't think so i think so from the research and the people i've spoken to i'm pretty sure you can send them both off because okay. both because in, both instances happened didn't they so as far yeah. as I'm aware, if anyone's listening and can correct us, then please do. 
but as far as I'm aware, he can send both of them off um, for the serious. If it if it was serious foul play or violent, if he declared it violent conduct, then he can send them both off. Yeah, but interesting. Don't think it was a dog so. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah. Well, that's 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 good. We have different opinions, right? Uh, well, yeah. Um, so then, similarly, we'll we'll keep on the the West Ham game. There was a challenge in the 79th minute where two players, I believe it was four nails, and I uh, maybe Cambu, um, Canamba or something, uh, came together, and it looked like the Villa player had come off slightly worse, was rolling around a lot, and uh, I can't think who was the referee produced the yellow card. Um, I wanted to see what you thought on it because I thought it was borderline being a red I think because I don't think there was too much ball involved uh, yeah I I think the yellow card was fine I didn't think it was um, it looked really really bad when uh, there were Aston Villa player rolled around like four or five times five times <laughs> uh, but seeing it again I didn't see it from that many angles I think I saw it from two angles and the two angles I saw it from it just looked like it was a challenge for a yellow card and a red card so uh, I'm on, on the referee's uh, side on this one. I think it was a yellow card. But yeah, on the edge, on the border, as you said, on the border to a red card. So it's interesting, like if I put this in, into a little bit of like devil's advocate, if both players jumped into the ball, um, would you send them both off? So they're both out of control. Both players jump in and catch each other. Don't play the ball. Would you send them both off? Um, well, depending on the game, I guess, because I wanna, I wanna probably uh, see if there's been um, some other serious incidents just before. Uh, if I doesn't send them off, will this, uh, will it trigger some more serious uh, incidents um, in the last few minutes? Uh, so I think it's a decision I probably will take. Um, by looking how, 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 how the game has been played. Let's say it was a lot of bad challenges and it just kept on going and going. I probably would send them both off. Yeah. Um, if we're looking at grassroots in Denmark, it's a, it's a good thing where we have a yellow cast, right? Where we're just giving them a yellow card and they both go out for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, so, so in that way, the red cards, um, we don't. I don't personally. I don't give that many red cards because I can use my yellow card to give them ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course, a red card is a red card when it comes to it. But yeah, I mean, I'll probably send them off if this is something that has been going on for a lot of for a long time during the game, uh, and I can't use my ten minutes in grassroots. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think that. Did you find that those that ten minutes massively helps players? cool down a lot because we have it for sin bins yeah. which, uh, so we have it for descent which I you know I'm on the fence on when it works on Sunday league I think it works really well I think in, on the slightly higher standard it doesn't work so well but what do you find it works with the, the tackles and stuff I think I think we mentioned some of it before with the sin bin so uh, just before the 10 minutes came, I mean, before the 10 minutes came, we were giving a lot of yellow cards and it didn't have that much. But I just think it's one of the best things that happened in grassroots that we can give the 10 minutes. Uh, and I like we can give 10 minutes for everything in Denmark because um, I think it definitely helps in my games when I give it a yellow card and they go out for 10 minutes. Um, it helps a lot. 
they they come down uh, the 10 minutes they know that if they come on again they can go out again for 10 minutes before uh, let's say a new player could come in there's some rules uh, that a new player can come in in, in amateur football but I definitely think it helps uh, with the tackles um, uh, yeah it does I, say, I, I think it's a good thing I can imagine it stopping I know this is a little bit off topic but I can imagine it stopping in those you know we've spoken about those professional fouls or cynical fouls where a player's running in on goal and it just wipes him away I can imagine it stops quite a lot of them because they know that they're going to be punished for that yeah it, it does it does I mean um, uh, it, I think in the beginning uh, people, the, the players needed to, to, you know, um, it's a new thing. So they need to uh, get used to the 10 minutes. Uh, but afterwards, I think the year uh, after, uh, after implementing it in Denmark, I think everyone was uh, um, aware that the 10 minutes will give them, a, the, the yellow card will give them a 10 minutes um, penalty. So, so yeah, I think it's a, uh, Definitely helped with the with the fouls and better playing, but of course there will be some games with a high pace and where they where they don't care. But but imagine you getting yellow card and going out for ten minutes and watching for ten minutes your team uh, having a hard time because you got the yellow card, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, so yeah, in that way it helped. Yeah, nice. Well, speaking of high-paced games, we move on to the Man City Palace game. And Laporte was sent off for another dogzo. As you can tell, the theme this week already is denying an obvious goal scoring opportunity. Um, so the situation was the ball's come to Zaha. Zaha's knocked it around Laporte. Um, they're probably five yards outside the centre circle in City's half and Zaha's got round Laporte and Laporte's basically said, no, you're not coming uh, you're not getting past. It's either the ball or the man, as the footballers say, and gets the man, pulls him down, and it's similarly sent off. Um, thoughts, easy red for you? I think it was spot on. I mean, he knew that Zaha is faster than him. Uh, so there was only one way to stop Zaha, and it was a red uh, it was taking pulling him down. Yeah. Uh, so definitely 100%, uh, from my opinion, a Doxo red card. Uh, yeah. No, I would agree. Um, I think the only questions, especially at our level, you have to ask yourself are, is it too far out? So like on grassroots football, we, you know, the players aren't that good. You, you probably know Zaha has got a direct shot on goal next. He's quick. So you're making those sort of assumptions. But at grassroots level, is it definitely an obvious goal scoring opportunity? And they're the questions I think you have to ask yourself at grassroots level. But then we have, so I think it's a red card. But then similarly, um, Johnny Evans pulls down Aubameyang and only gets a yellow card. And it's almost identically the same. Um, Aubameyang is maybe quicker, if not just as quick as Zaha. Probably quicker, yeah. Yeah, and probably you would say is a striker that has more finish, more poaching ability than, than Zaha as well more clinical. So what do we think the reason was there? Because obviously VAR's looked at it. So do you think maybe they're taking distance into account there? Uh, well, maybe. Uh, we don't know, right? So they're the, only, they're the only ones who knows why they didn't give it. Uh, yeah. They didn't give a red card. So in my opinion, again, 
it should be a it's a dog. So he, if if he didn't uh, pull him down, he was one hundred percent free uh, and was uh, hitting the goal right. So yeah. in my opinion, definitely a red card for Doxo. So I, I can't tell you why they the VAR decided to not uh, uh, giving not. <laughs> To give a Johnny Evans a red card and see it as a dog so. Um I don't know. I'm keen to 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 hear your opinion because, in my opinion, it's, it's quite uh, clear and obvious. Doxo, red card. He pulled him down. That's it. So for me, you know, when we talk about Doxo, there's like a couple of categories. Does Abamyang have control of the ball? Yes. Is he heading towards goal? Yes. You know distance away, is there any covering defenders or the other two that we need to look at? And for me, I think these are really tough decisions in terms of it can go any way. I personally thought it was a red card, but, you know, you can see why they gave yellow because, you know, they're so far away and players are, you know, you can't assume that players are going to get there or like this. So there's a long way for Aubameyang to go, um, you know, from basically the halfway line. Um, it's, you know, it's still a long way to go. He could do a lot of things. There could be a lot of things. I don't know where the goalkeeper was in terms of was he trying to sweep up? Kaspers Michael is known to try and sweep up. I think it's personally in this instance a red, but maybe they just thought when they were talking that it's too far out to, to give a red card. And that would be my, my only sort of way that they could have thought about that really. And that's absolutely plausible, I think. Yeah, I mean... It would be nice to. I I I don't know where the line goes. Like for 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 it to be a doxo, and but it could be nice to have it like NFL where we have the yellow lines to see. Okay, so if he crossed this line, and he's free, it's a yeah. doxo. It shouldn't be that way, right? But but if we're talking about distance, then we we need to know where the line goes. Um, or is it just up to the referee to think? Okay, so I'm looking at it and saying, oh, that's long distance to the goal. It's not a dog show because, but he's fast. Nobody would have cast him anyways. So, yeah. It, yeah, it's... But it's again, if you have a short distance to the goal and you're free, you still can miss. Yeah. So I don't think that that would be a good argument for why not giving it as a dog show because it doesn't matter if you have short or long distance to the goal. You still can miss. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to think about, isn't there? I think the main one is defenders and and has he got control is the key one. Maybe they didn't think he had control. But obviously the return of Champions League, is it the return of Champions League this week? Liverpool did spot on, which was great. How did Man United Lucky. get on? Lucky. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. As, as usual. As usual. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in the Liverpool game, Felipe got sent off and there's been a lot of talk on the town, on Twitter, and there hasn't been sort of a real explanation for it. So basically what happened is Felipe fouled Mane. Mane was going on a break. It's one of those cynical professional fouls that we talk about quite a lot and then was issued a straight red card. Um, I don't know. Do you know what's happened, Ramon? Yeah, I mean, um, Liverpool was attacking from their own half. Uh, Mane has the ball uh, and Felipe comes from behind and... Um, it looks like his right foot kicks uh, Mane from behind uh, and Mane falls down, right? Uh, we've been talking about uh, this kind of stuff a lot of times. 
like a yellow card is probably not enough. Yeah. Um, we wanna we want to have something more because this is I mean they're attacking and you just making professional uh, foul, but we already know professional foul is a yellow card. So um, so yeah, I mean looking at it first time when I saw it, I thought no the the referee gone crazy. Definitely not a red card. And I mean, he gave him red card right away without looking at the bar and yeah. so on. So, uh, uh, and I wasn't convinced. But looking at it again in slow motion, you definitely see a kick from Felipe and Mane. And, yeah. and um, uh, intention, how do you say it? Like an intentional kick? Like he yeah, yeah. on purpose, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so maybe, I mean, again, it's on the border. Uh, it, it, I think there can be arguments for a yellow card and a red card, um, and referee took the red. So, yeah. I uh, see. I have a different theory. So I think if you watch the clip back, there's um, for anyone watching in England or listening in England, go to the BT um, highlights because they show this quite nicely on YouTube. Basically, what happens is is he makes the professional foul, and it looks the referee looks calm. And collected Danny Mackley, I believe, yeah. from Holland was yeah. the referee. Yeah. Um, and he's made, and it looks like he's going to give him the yellow card. And, you know, there's no crowd in, there's no Liverpool fans, are obviously Liverpool players are a bit around him saying that's got to be a yellow. And I think it is going to be a yellow, but you see the referee call Felipe over, and then Felipe is like, yep, and keeps running backwards. And then the referee calls him again. And he keeps running backwards. So I think he gets more and more frustrated that Felipe's not, you know, doing as he's told, basically. And then issues him technically a second yellow, which is, okay. then, which is then a red card. But obviously, he's only shown a red One. card. Mm. Um, and I personally think what he's done is he's about to caution him for the, the tackle. And he's cautioned him for dissent or you know, failure to do as he's told, basically. So, dissent by word or action. And he's just issued a red card just to get it out of the way rather than putting two yellows and then a red up. I think he's just sent him off for two yellows and one was for the tackle. Like I say, it was a cynical foul, but I don't think it was a red. And then I think he's also given him a, a second yellow or that. But obviously, we can sell that better on the pitch, couldn't we? You know, he could give a quick yellow and if he doesn't, you know, that sorts everything out. But if he doesn't come to him, you know, in, in that level, we have Simbins, so he'll go off for 10 minutes. You have Simbins, he'll go off for 10 minutes. But if he doesn't, then at that but, level, it's straight red. What's a red? But I mean, giving a straight red will just raise more questions. So I don't understand. I don't get why just don't show him the one yellow, first yellow card and the second yellow card. And everybody knows the first one was for the uh, professional tackle. The second one was for um, unspotting behavior maybe because yeah. he wasn't coming uh, when he was called uh, for. So, I mean, make it easy for everyone to see what you're doing instead of just giving a red card. Um, so, yeah, I mean, see, now I was confused why he was giving a red card in the beginning because I think it was for yellow, but maybe on the edge if you see it in slow motion. Um, but yeah, I totally buy the theory. I do. Uh, so, so yeah. Yeah, it just might be... I think a, right, probably right, yeah. I think it might just be a heat of the moment thing. We all have that as referees, don't we, where 
players are annoying you and instead of doing the right thing, <laughs> just give them red do the, yeah. you do the you do the quick thing don't you instead of doing yeah. two yellows and selling it to everyone he's just sent them off you know it's a, maybe it's a little bit hot-headed from him but that's absolutely fine i think i personally think that it's very justified and i think the commentators on that bt sport actually came to the same conclusion in terms of this must be what it's for. So they were all... Because I don't think anyone really thought it was a red card challenge. Yeah. I, I, we were talking about... I, don't, I was reading about some article about a referee needs to do a press conference, press conference or an interview after the games to explain some of the incidents. That could be amazing to have sometimes, I guess. Yeah. Like you could explain why the red card was given. Yeah. That would be pro- fine. The problem with that, though, is in all seriousness, is if referees did... Um, like interviews, they the press would only ever interview them or want to interview them when they've had a bad game or when they've made a mistake. I think I don't think they'd be like, oh, you gave a cracking advantage that led to a goal today. Talk us through it. They'd be like, oh, you failed to send off Abami or Johnny Evans today. Why? And it would all be very negative rather than positive. Yeah. I think. Well, it's the same way it goes for the teams, right? One losing, one winning, yeah. or drawing. They need to give an interview anyway. So maybe let's. The referee could give an interview even if they were doing having a good game or bad game, just to talk about some of the like if you give a good advances and then advantage and and it went it it got you a, a goal right. Let's yeah. talk about that. Uh, but anyways, that's yeah. Let, let us know. <laughs> let us know in the comments if you're listening. Uh, what you think uh, should referees get interviewed and stuff? It'd be great to hear your thoughts. Uh, and now we'll go to slightly probably most contentious red card of the Champions League week. Ajax were playing Dortmund uh, away at, I think Dortmund were at home. Michael Oliver was in the middle. Um, it's obviously a high-pressure game. Ajax haven't lost yet. Dortmund are chasing their tail a little bit, it seems, in the Champions League. And Matt Hummels goes for a challenge on the halfway line. It looks appears like he's win, won the ball and the Ajax players look to try and chop it round him and it's hit Hummels' back and has been sent off. Rimon, your thoughts? Well... Well, I when uh, well, I would say that's it's crazy that the referee uh, and we all know McLaurin is a is a good referee. So I, it's crazy that he didn't go out and watching it again on the on the VAR and the screen. Um, I just want to know what happened, why? Because in my opinion, it wasn't a red card, not yeah. even. <laughs> I mean, you saw the IX player uh, uh, stamping on on Hummel's uh, right foot. Um, yeah. So maybe it should go the other way around. Uh, I know he came with some pace. Um, legs was his legs was a bit high up. I don't think it was both of them. I, I, I think he just managed to pull his the left leg back, so he only had the right foot there uh, stretched. Um, he didn't. He didn't uh, touch, or he didn't, yeah, he didn't touch the, the IX player. Uh, if anything, then the IX player was uh, <laughs> yeah. stamping the homos. Uh, so I def- definitely 100% doesn't, don't think that was a red card. Um, the only thing that uh, raised a huge, huge question for me was why did Mike Lover not go out to the VAR screen and, and look at it? I mean, Maybe that would have changed his mind because you would imagine you could maybe the 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 guy sitting in the var room said told him hey you are one hundred percent right about this 
it's a definitely a red card. No need to go out and watch it. But why not? When you can do it, it's a red card. I mean, it will it will have a huge impact on the game. So go out and see why didn't you give why why you gave a red card? Was it a red card? Was it a yellow card? Or was it nothing? So yeah, your opinions, your thoughts about this. My thoughts about this. So I think you're right. I think in terms of Matt Hummel's, you know, you, you look at this as a serious foul play. He's He's gone into the challenge quick. He has left the floor, but by the time he's reached the Ajax player, he's on the floor. So he's not like he's still in the air when he's tried to make contact. The Ajax player looks like he's chopped it round him, jumped in the air and has stepped on Hummel's. So, you know... If this was me in a game, I'd probably give a free kick. I know this sounds a bit strange, but you give a free kick and be like, look, we're not having challenges like that. Slow it down, calm it down. I get it. You know, we want to win the game, but we don't need to win it like that. And I don't understand. Hassan's usually the king of VAR in terms of why they've made certain decisions. But, you know, on the plus side, there was a photo at the end of the game of Matt Hummel speaking to Michael Oliver and they look quite calm. Obviously, Matt Hummels was obviously going to be dejected and it hasn't been announced if it's been overturned yet. So that'll probably be on next week's pod. But, you know, for me, it's just, you know, give a free kick and be like, look, steady. I know you've not done anything like wrong to get a yellow or red card, but, you know, you can do it for an attempt or attempted trip or just a little bit too aggressive and just, you know, slow the game down there and use the tools that we've got. Um, in my opinion, yeah, definitely think you're right. And and we we had uh, last podcast we had um, an incident Bruno Fernandez in the Liverpool United game, yeah, United Liverpool game, where we also had discussion about if it was a serious foul play with Bruno coming in on um, I don't remember who the Liverpool player yeah, it was, was Curtis Jones, yeah, Curtis Jones, yeah, where we also was looking at uh, the pace. Uh, if his uh, foot was high up and um, in, in my opinion was not a red card, a yellow card. Uh, so looking at this one, I definitely will say this wasn't a red card. And again, this was a this was an English referee and United Local game, of course, it was an English referee. So yeah. you would think that the English referees have the same uh, line for um, when they want to give a red card or yellow card. Of course, you yeah. have to follow the law book, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's different from what we saw at the Euros to what we see in the Premier League. Is It's a lot of differences. They obviously have a meeting about the Champions League and how they want the referee in the Champions League. So maybe they've been told that this is acceptable and this isn't acceptable in the Champions League because obviously it's governed by UEFA, whereas obviously the Premier League is governed by the Premier League. And they obviously have different tolerances, it seems, in European competitions compared to sort of the English game. And maybe that's what they've done this week um, and said, you know, in the briefing or something that this is a red card and this isn't. And maybe that's just one of the ones that came up. Yeah. And again, here could be nice in an interview afterwards, right? To understand yeah. why they, what happened between the, uh, the referee sitting in the VAR room and Michael Oliver and what did they discuss and why didn't he go out? Because it just raises more more and more questions. It could be that if he made an interview, it could also raise some more questions, right? You never know. But it could be just nice to know what, what was going on. Yeah, um, maybe not an interview, just like a statement from UEFA saying yeah, that... just a statement, um, yeah. Yeah, like saying that the referee has sent, you know, this player off, Felipe off for two yellow cards, but only issued one, you know, in future we'll 
do this. Um, so yeah, just a quick statement from anyone to stop this confusion. Because obviously, we as the fans don't know, but I'm assuming the managers know what it's for, the referees know what it's for, and UEFA all know what it's for. They would have had to report him within, I don't know, 24 hours of the game. So who knows? Yeah, we need someone inside it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's been the the pod this week in terms of you know, dogzo. We just need like as tips for you guys back home, just make sure you're not judging players on their ability. And you know, you're looking at for dogzo is has he got control? How far away is there any covering the defenders and the speed on which they're traveling in and the direction that they're going in as well. So that's been the podcast today. Um, if you listen to us on podcasts, please give us a subscribe. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And uh, we've also just come back from Denmark as well. So there's a vlog out now. So give that a watch. And we will catch you, hopefully, with Hassan back next week. We'll see you next week.